Welcome to We Got Goals, a podcast by asweatlife.com on which we talk to high achievers about their goals. On today's episode, we have two guests. They are co-founders. They are cousins. They are business partners. We're talking to Dylan Barber and Samantha Pantazopoulos. Uh, these cousins are the co-founders of the Visor app a platform that allows you to track exercise and earn meals that you can donate to those in meals. I'm a user now. I've officially signed up today and I've donated my first meal. Um, you may know Dylan from season 15 of The Bachelorette and season six of Bachelor in Paradise. He's also the co-founder of this very app and a partner at Babe Kombucha and lots of other things I think we'll find out. And Sam, if it's a new name to you, it won't be long. Um, she's the co-founder and CEO of the Visor app. She has a background in content and entertainment that she brought to the platform. Thank you, friends, for joining me. Welcome to the podcast. Dylan and Sam, you've been cousins for life and co-founders for a little over four years. What is it like to work together? It's, it's really fun. We would have run into a lot more problems if we weren't related, I feel like. So like in terms of like communication and things like that, like just very blunt and you probably can't be that blunt with like a friend. Um, so it's been good. I mean, the hardest part is separating kind of like, kind of like turning off. Right. But it's been a blast for sure. Yeah. I love it. I think that with entrepreneurship, like you go through a lot of highs and lows and it's do that with family than with somebody else at the end of the day. But to your point, I mean, we had like a, little dinner, family dinner last night. We're just chatting about what happened during the day. So kind of keeping it like family stuff and then work stuff is super important. I love that. Are there, I mean, are the rest of the cousins super jealous trying to break down the door and get into the company? Uh, <laughs> a we, little bit. A little bit. I mean, people, people like definitely friends, family always ask like for a job that they want to come work here. And we're like, listen, it's not like, as glamorous as you may like think it is like we do ev everybody in the company does like everything there's no hierarchy it's just like hey this needs to be done and whoever can do it first uh so definitely like, kind of get your hands dirty it's not it's not like a hey nine to five you get paid two hundred thousand dollars a year no. to do nothing it's literally nothing like that so definitely trying to like set expectations for that but i think we're we're super stoked i mean the people who, who work here feel like family already so I feel like in in college or in business school or wherever you get your knowledge about starting a company, they should have some some sort of class that just starts with that. It is not two hundred thousand dollars a year to, to do nothing. That's entrepreneurship. Yes, yep. yes. it's actually zero dollars a year. <laughs> zero dollars a year, um, and you do everything. Sound like a mug. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, Actually, I think that's that's a great swag opportunity. Um, Sam, talk us through the inspiration for the Visor app. Where did it come from um, and how's it doing today? Yeah, the inspiration was really um, my personal struggles with kind of developing a healthy relationship with exercise and nutrition. Um, I had always wanted to be healthy and really saw like how important that was to my life, but struggled to get there. So couldn't develop an exercise habit, wasn't eating a healthy diet. Um, and seeing that that was like, not just a problem I experienced, but a lot of people did and the impacts that it had, I just thought like there had to be a better way to do it. So what would motivate me to work out was kind of like the, the origination of the idea. Um, that concept became, you know, every day you work out, you have the opportunity to do something that's bigger than you, um, by providing healthy food for somebody in need and then earning points towards like health forward rewards. 
Um, and I shared it with Dylan. He loved it. Um, yeah, I really like the idea. I'm like a tangible guy. So I liked the idea of like donating a meal and you can go to restaurants and eat healthy and it introduces you to all these like new things you had never even heard of before. Um, and so that was, that was what was really attractive to me. So I ended up quitting my job, moved to San Diego together. Uh, and then we kind of just like hit the ground running. I, I make a joke that like we lived in this small, really like dark, hot, three bedroom, 700 square foot duplex. I've since moved out, but Sam still lives there. And he acts like it, it was like forever ago. Yeah. It's literally my house. And it's still our <laughs> office too. So uh, it's okay. You know, I wouldn't want to live there. It's hey. lovely. It's really lovely. <laughs> One of the perks of being CEO, right, Sam? Exactly. I don't have to commute. Everybody comes to me. Um, but I don't know, going back to that separation concept, how much separation there is, but definitely some perks. Absolutely. Um, and Dylan, this you you all have been working on this for more than four years, right? I, I think it's been full-time. Full-time, like three and a half, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, I was 23 when we started. Stan was 21, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, and it's just been like, a, I mean, we had no idea what we were doing. So I mean, <laughs> we're still learning as we go. Uh, but like at that age, it's super fun. Cause like you could just say something wrong and tomorrow you just com- say something completely different. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's not. And the next day you do it. And that's just like the learning process of it all. And it, we're definitely were and still are in the position to where like, we can still like dedicate our lives to this. We don't have, you know, kids mm-hmm. and responsibility. I have a mortgage, but like still <laughs> other like responsibilities to where we can just like fully commit to it. So uh, definitely starting early was work to our benefit. Mm-hmm. And, and so this, this app was started like before your time on the aforementioned franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's just like came out of nowhere. Sam didn't even want me to go because like, it's like not super good to leave a new company for like months at a time to where you're under With, like no cell phone, no yeah. email. And <laughs> sometimes could be just portrayed to the entire world in a negative light. So there was a lot of like risk there. Yeah. But I think my whole thing was like, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I had like made such a big jump to just like quit my job and move to San Diego. I was like, let's just keep the ball rolling. So. And uh, it worked out so well. And it I worked mean, out great. Hannah's like the best thing that's ever happened to Dylan. So having, it's looking back, like I'm totally. so glad that he advocated for it. Yeah. But at the time it was like a, a point of contention between the two of us. She's actually sitting behind us right now. So talk louder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, we're talking about Hannah G um, as Bachelor Nation knows her, but we will move on because we have so many important things to talk about um, when it comes to your goals. Um, so I'm going to direct this to both of you. So each of you get a chance to talk about your own big goals. Um, but we'd love to hear about a goal that you set and accomplished in the past and why it was important to you. Sam, let's start with you. Um, a goal. So I didn't quite accomplish it, but I'm going to count it as an accomplishment. I had said that I wanted to run a marathon (laughs) and I put it on my, I didn't run a marathon to clarify, but I had put it, um, on my Instagram and told everybody I wanted to do it. But like my internal goal was I wanted to run five miles without stopping. Um, and I thought if I set it at like a marathon, then I may hit the five mile goal and I ended up doing that. Um, and that was just, you just lied to everyone. 
Well, eventually I'll get to the marathon. I just haven't, <laughs> haven't gone there yet. Uh, Dylan also didn't think I could do the marathon. So that's no chance. Where that's from. <laughs> but setting the goal, I think. <laughs> thank you. Um, By saying she can't do it, I'm actually inspiring her. So. Mm, that's cousin. That's cousin love. That is how cousins is. love. It is. Um, but yeah, I think it was kind of two parts, like the physical challenge of it. Um, but then like when I started advisor, I couldn't run, you know, a quarter mile without stopping. So it just showed like the platform really did work in terms of like 10,000 steps in one session. It was, I think for me, like a really big one. What were you, what were you doing for, for well-being uh, and for movement before running before visor? Struggling is probably the best way to say it. Um, I would go to the gym, like immediately go to the treadmill and I would honestly try to run until I hit like a hundred calories. And then I'd be like, okay, like did my workout for the day, like check that box. And then like not really eating well and try and not understanding why I wasn't like hitting that healthy lifestyle with that blend. But you know, when you're not fueling your body properly and you're not like viewing exercise as something that's healthy, but like how many calories can I burn? Um, you just struggle, I think, to find motivation. So I really wasn't doing much, but was kind of like going through the motions. Yeah. I, I love the swap of, um, that 100, that arbitrary 100 calorie run to like, now you're doing things every day and they benefit the greater good, um, for moving your body. Is that how you see it too? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, so if you were to one day run a marathon, tell me which one you're thinking. I feel like one that's flat. <laughs> like Chicago. Are any of them flat? Is Chicago, Chicago flat? is super flat. Is Chicago one that you have to qualify for? No, you do not have to okay. qualify, um, but you can qualify for others. So I word on the street is it's still happening um, this year. You might get to run up and down the Lakeshore path. October, cool. that's a reasonable timeline. I think October would be doable. Isn't it cold in October? I mean, it's not San Diego. <laughs> It's Chicago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Leaves are changing. It could be cool. Yeah. Um, okay, last question for you, Sam, about your your running goal. Um, actually, I'll probably have one more, let's be honest. Um, so talk me through the day you ran five miles. How did it feel to achieve that, that secret internal goal? Um, it was great. I went to the beach. So getting off the treadmill and onto the beach, I think, was really important and kind of like falling in love with running. But I was at the beach. It was like early morning. I think I was listening to a ritual podcast, doing this like zone two training thing. So like complete opposite of where I was. And right when I hit the 10,000, I'm at this, um, it was like a lifeguard stand at the end of the beach, immediately pull out my app. And it was like, you just did 10,000 steps. And I clicked donate and I just sat there and I was like, this is the coolest moment ever. And I was like, wait, I should have really run with someone because now I'm just standing by myself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> at the lifeguard station um but very fulfilling and I think I like put it on my Instagram or something and immediately started spreading the word I love it okay so now my actual actual last question uh, I'm curious about the mindset of setting a public goal that's much bigger than your internal goal um can you think of another time you've done something like that or you've set a goal that way uh, I think it's kind of a like recurring habit of mine. So like we were doing this other actually workout program that just ended yesterday and we called it 37 day shred. So I, again, like posted it and I put like 10 people in a group chat and 
I made all of these people start going to the gym too. And like, we're sharing our meals in the chat because the public accountability, like really builds excitement. Um, and there was the second week I wanted to quit. And my friend literally drove me to the gym every single day. Like he would pick me up at 6am and take me. So I think if you do something publicly and you like set it as this like big thing, you kind of rise to the challenge, um, in a way that you may not, if it's just kind of you like on your own. Yeah. I like that. And I also, I like that, um, you care more about not disappointing yourself, um, than others, which is delightful to me, Sam, Mm -hmm. Dylan, let's talk about you. Tell me about a goal that you've set and accomplished in the past and why it was important to you. Uh, a goal I've set and accomplished in the past. Uh, I've been working on essentially revolutionizing digital couponing for CPG brands. So that's something that is definitely I'm working on. I'm half halfway there, maybe. Ooh. We're not sure. Um, Cause always something's changing, but it's just been super interesting to me because one thing that we always talk about is the whole idea behind democratizing wellness and incorporating like digital like rewards and digital ways to like meet your goal and donate essentially creates that, which like doesn't exist. So we work with a ton of food brands. So just trying to figure out how we can get healthy food to people who have like never tried it before and never heard of it before. Um, So we're doing like a fun pilot in Chicago and DC and Dallas with Foxtrot. So that'll be super cool because now people can get like free healthy food from Foxtrot essentially. Um, So yeah, that's like, Again, not really happening. So that's why it kind of means a lot to me. A personal goal that I've accomplished. Um, I think I'm working towards it. I want to get a boxing. That oh. I'm in. I'm in the boxing mode right now. I love it. Do you have a trainer? Or are you going to a gym? How's How's this boxing goal coming to life? Uh, I've been going to Rumble a lot, twice, but. Two times. <laughs> a few times. I, I just ordered my custom boxing gloves from overseas. So, you know, best $40 I've ever spent. Uh, and I'm ready to go. I think I'm like kind of debating getting a punching bag and putting it in my garage. So we're getting there. I mean, I'm, I want to talk about all these goals forever. First of all, the fact that you went boxing twice and you were like, I want to get really good at it. You're everybody. I think that you are everyone yeah. in that moment. When I go, when I go to like any boxing class, like anytime I've gotten to rumble or any, any like shadow box, rest in peace. Um, when you walk in the doors of that gym, you feel like so energized by like the intensity of it. And the fact that you're actually tangibly like putting hands on something. I think I've, I've had that same experience too. Um, I think it would be super fun to see you like fight somebody. See, that's where I probably will draw the line because like, I just don't want to really get punched in the face. It's kind of like no where metaphorically always down for it. Like it's cool. It's fun to be like, get back up and start grinding, but I don't physically want to be punched in the face. No. So if you see me There's on the street, of, don't try and box me. No, a lot of small bones in the face too. A lot uh, of Maybe small sparring. Bones. Sparring yeah, like, like with, wear a helmet. Uh, I... I have an Oculus and I've been sparring virtually. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I was I was whooping the other day. <laughs> Undefeated, seven and out. Um, okay, so I'm I'm also obsessed with the fact that in the in the course of this conversation, we've talked about 
at least three different brands between the two cousins that you're involved with. We've got Babe Kombucha, we've got the Visor app, and then you just mentioned like a, an e-commerce revolution um, that you're piloting with Foxtrot. So I'm curious, is entrepreneurship, does it run in the family? Where Where is all of this coming from? Yeah. 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 So my parents, my mom is still, she runs her own business. My dad did uh, for I mean, ever since I was born, I feel like, but literally ever since I was born, probably before I was born. Um, and it's so funny because in the beginning, I think they were like hesitant about me, like going off and doing my own thing. Cause I think they started a little later on in their life. So they had like had careers and it was like a no brainer essentially that they would be successful. And then for us, I was like 23, fresh out of college, English major, and they're like, oh, hold on now, Dylan. Like, let's give yourself a few years. And they're like, nah, we got it. Uh, and then now, like, super supportive, super happy we did it. But definitely, like, seen a lot how my mom's, like, always grinding, working from home, just, like, continuously trying to, like, get things going, managing people and relationships, something that, like, has definitely rubbed off on us. Yeah, my dad's an entrepreneur as well. Um, he had a little bit of a different path. Like, he didn't start with a corporate job. He started with like single carpet cleaning machine in Maryland and built his company from there. So when I graduated, it was also, I think a little bit less of a risk for me. Cause like you left your job, yeah. which had like benefits and like you insurance and insurance, <laughs> like had done all of those things. Um, and I just kind of came out of school and I was like, Hey, I'm going to do this full time. This is my plan. Dad, I'll work with you for the summer. But then in the fall, like I'm going back to California. Um, and he was always very supportive and, um, I'd say both of them are like some of the first people we call when we have a question or when something happens and how would you handle this? Or do you have any feedback? Um, And it's just been great to kind of have that like support at the parental level. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, It's funny. It's interesting that you're um, Dylan, that your parents discouraged you at first. I think that's a lot like actors and actresses you hear uh, about them telling their kids, like, don't go into the business. And then as soon as they make up their mind, on going into the business. They're like, great, here's what you need to know. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, cause it's not for the faint of heart to like essentially start your own company and succeed. So I think like partially they were maybe even testing like how committed, like maybe like either of us were to doing it. And then once they could see like, yeah, this is, it's inevitable then kind of getting on board that way. Before we take a break for some Zen with Sunday scaries, we want to remind you how obsessed we are with their delicious and super effective CBD infused gummies packed with vitamins D3 and B12. And you can enjoy 20% off on their website with code LIFE20. So you can enter max relax mode. That's L-I-F-E-2-0. Now let's take a pause with some easy box breathing. First exhale all your air and prepare to breathe in counts of four. Inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, Four. Inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold, 
two, three, four. There, that's not so scary. Now go take on the day. Love it. All right, let's talk about the future. We've talked about goals you set before, some of them accomplished, some of them still in the works. But let's talk about big goals that maybe you haven't even started yet. Um, let's start with you, Sam. Talk to us about a big goal that you've set for the future. Um, maybe you haven't even said it aloud yet. And why is it important to you and how do you plan to get there? So I have one and I actually said it aloud once and then I was told never to say it again. Um, but I'll say it here <laughs> because, Can't wait. because it was like such a lofty goal. Um, and it was one of our first advisors probably back in 2017. And he asked me like, why are you doing this? What's the, what's your motivation? What's your intention? And I was like, I really want to revolutionize healthcare. And he was like, never say that again, because not that he didn't believe it was possible. He was like, but other people will immediately kind of tune you out because that's such a big aspiration to be able to do that is like such a difficult path. But I remember like around that time I had read a study and it was talking about prevention in the United States and how like four cents of every healthcare dollar is spent on prevention. And the majority is spent on treating people who are already sick or like combating chronic disease. And I just didn't understand that at all. I was like, how, how are we not investing more resources in helping people before they get sick? And so much of that is just adherence. Like, yes, you can put the resources and the programs together, but if people aren't using them, then you still kind of have this split. And I really wanted to come in and build something that would shift that a little bit over where prevention not only was like more of a focus, but was effective. And that was the goal that I think we set back then. Like we haven't really wavered from it in terms of everything we do really comes back to that, like increasing resources and increasing assistance. and. I think when we, I believe the path we're on will do it. So I'd say that's the goal and fingers crossed. I love it. And you started with meal donations. Um, any, anything else kind of in the pipeline after that? In time, yeah. I think so. Um, for now, we're really focused on the like access to healthy food because it is so foundational um, that if you don't have that, like it's nearly impossible to build in any other like dimension of your health and well-being. So we're really focused on that for now, but we do want to expand to support other causes. I know you have several you're passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely some of the works that I think will just be like if people are, they can't even comprehend how sick it's going to be. It's going to be soda. Very excited about it. Uh, but in turn, I would just echo what Sam said. I think what we're working on is really just like the wellness industry is traditionally, you know, expensive, and exclusive. And I think with like our app, we're essentially creating an ecosystem that is like a pass to experience all of it. And all you have to do is just commit essentially to the lifestyle, like working out, being healthier. Um, and so that is something that I think is super powerful and the more accessible we can make it, it's definitely going to change people's lives. I mean, we've donated almost 1.2 million meals already. We did 160,000 in what, 30 days. Mm -hmm. And that's only increasing, you know, every day that goes by. So definitely a lot of a lot of people in our corner right now and it's just really about you know what does health actually mean is it you know burning a thousand calories no probably not it's you know having a balanced diet it's having a balanced workout routine it's having a social life it's getting enough sleep um and all of those things and that's something that we're trying to like explain and create i love that it it feels like 
everyone's kind of coming to that place in wellness too. Um, at least a lot of the content creators and community builders. And I would, I would put you in the community builder realm too. Um, because it's, it's so much more than just getting a workout in. It's everything you just said, it's relationships. It's, um, it's moving your body. It's happiness too. Um, do you think mental health will ever become a piece? Is that one of the secret pieces of the app that's coming and will explode our brains? Yes, definitely. will explode your brain, uh, (laughs) metaphorically, but, um, but no, like, again, like we said, there's so many habits out there that people, you know, maybe even subconsciously do that, that aren't like the healthiest, like checking your phone, have your, like your screen time, for example, is something Mm -hmm. that maybe we want to look into meditating is something we want to look into. There's just so many other kind of like options to where, you know, if you're in the right headspace, if you're exercising, you know, you're hydrated, having like, that's why we offer, you know, going to get drinks with your friends or appetizers and things like that, because we want you to be social. Um, so we're really trying to build, I think what we call social wellness ecosystem. I love that. And Dylan, I know the first time we chatted, you were approaching 1 million meals donated and it, it feels like you, based on what you just said, you crushed that number, but you're also growing really quickly. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yeah. We were number 47 on the health and fitness app store last week, um, above Peloton, shout out Peloton. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. They're great. Uh, but, uh, but that was like really cool to just like, Oh, we opened up the app store. We kind of just like stumbled upon it and we're like, Whoa, this is nuts. Um, and so there's definitely a ton of, of like people behind us and wanting to be a part of the movement. And so it's just, I mean, it's like crazy. We're, we're closing on like a big milestone that, I think like it's all been organic, like friends telling friends. And I think that's the the coolest part about it. Yeah. So before we forget to do this, talk our, talk our listener through um, how the app essentially just integrates into their life anyway. Yeah. It's designed to be really accessible and passive. Um, like we going back to the screen time thing, we don't want you spending a ton of time on your phone. Um, it's completely free to download and use. It's available on iOS and Google Play. So you just go into the app store, you download it, you either pair your phone and Apple Watch or Fitbit if you have it to the app and it'll track your activity in the background. Um, The goal is to either hit 10,000 steps, 30 minutes of exercise if you have a wearable or to check in at one of our studio partners. Um, And every day you do that, you can donate a meal. All you have to do is come into the app and tap donate before midnight. That's sponsored by one of the brands that we work with and it's distributed by a nonprofit partner in our um, network. So it's super simple for you to kind of incorporate into your daily life. And then as you're doing it, so you're working out and donating, you're earning points, and you can use those towards the rewards in the marketplace that are all like kind of healthy, good for you items. So designed to just kind of be an addition, keep you on your track. It's called Visor, short for incentivize. Um, so all about kind of incentives and that healthy lifestyle. And I, I like that there's an incentive for everyone too. If you're motivated by doing good, you can give a meal. If you're motivated by getting things, you can get that too. Um, I just before this call started or before we started recording, I donated my first meal. It was sponsored by Vita Coco today. Um, so that's a delightful, delightful way to use wellness. Anything else yeah. you want to say about downloading and using the app? Um, tell your friends. It's like, it's really fun. We've like noticed. And one thing that we definitely want to incorporate in the future is if like you can have like a group of people who are on it and like challenging each other, like, Hey, did you donate your meal today? And, and things like that. So being able to run challenges and stuff 
something that's definitely coming. Um, but, but no, I mean, we want it to be as like, I think we've said it a million times, but like as accessible and as straightforward as, as possible because like working out isn't the easiest thing to like get into. And so we kind of want to just like ease people into that transition. Amazing. We got a couple listener questions before we sign off. Um, one heavy, one light. Um, first one's for you, Dylan. Um, you have spoken about mental health for those who have been thrust into the spotlight. The question is, how are you taking care of your own mental health right now, especially with as many eyes on you on social media as you have? Yeah, I uh, I mean, I definitely get myself into trouble on Instagram and, and Twitter sometimes. But uh, but now I... I, it's, it's kind of just like what we were talking about with the company in terms of like that whole, whole person health. Like I try to eat healthy, get sleep, work out, hang out with friends. Even if that's just like doing something as simple as like playing video games, with my friends in like other States. Um, I'm also super lucky to have like such an awesome support system and friend group and family. So I think in terms of like for like other people, it's just a matter of finding that community that you can be a part of and just kind of like lean on when stuff gets difficult. Um, cause it always does. So that routine, I'm like a very big routine person. Um, and then just like finding ways to, to feel more connected, at least to like my community. So I'm the number one San Diego kind of like proponent in terms of like, that's all I talk about. I love San Diego. I think it's the best. I think the people here are amazing. Uh, so I'm always just trying to find ways to just like be more involved and be more connected. So definitely something, something that's always top of mind. I'll put San Diego on the the list for husband as we look at other cities. Just kidding, Chicago. I'll never leave you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next question is for you: business versus family life. I know we've talked about this a little bit, but can are there like times when you're at dinner with? the moms and dads and aunts and uncles and they're like, shut up about it. Um, or how, how are you kind of balancing it all? Yeah, I do think that the conversation will drift there. Um, <laughs> definitely like my conversation with my dad, because we're both very similar and so entrepreneurial, it'll be really easy to be like, Hey, this is what happened today. And this is what's going on. And like, that'll be the bulk of our conversation. And my dad and I are so close that today he was like, well, I want to make sure I'm checking in on you know your personal life. Like, how are you doing? Is there anything you want to talk about? And I was like, doubt if I like I know I can reach out to if I need to um but I do think like setting boundaries around it is important like we were all able to spend Christmas together which was really nice we were there for about two weeks and really saying like okay we're not going to work we're going to take this time relax um the entire company was off so super important to kind of set that time because if you're just working all the time then are like are you living um, I don't think so. So kind of having that balance is really important and having it with family and with, I think all of our team members is super important. We're still working on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone <laughs> is. That's a really, I mean, that's a really important cultural boundary that you've set really early on with your business. Having two weeks off for the holidays is insanely generous. Um, and also as you were talking through um, the app, Sam, I, I couldn't help but think about like all of the jobs that people would have had along that route. Like the partnership person, you mentioned like 19 partners, the technology team that's been building this along the way. Uh, how big is your team today? It's gotten big. So we have 10 people full time. Um, when it started, it was just the two of us kind of doing like all of those roles. So it's been a real blessing to have 
people that are kind of specializing in those different areas now. Um, we've brought our tech in-house, which was a longtime goal of ours. So definitely growing. Um, yeah. I think this but, time last year we had three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think we'll have a few more before the year's over. Um, but what's, what's like nice about it is everybody who works here is like also friends. So everybody's getting happy hours after work and, you know, we have a virtual one tonight. Um, so it's, it's definitely like a fun, we feel like we've known these people kind of like our entire lives almost. Mm -hmm. Friendship by fire is the best kind of friendship, I think. Yes. hundred (laughs) percent. Anything else you want to mention to the listeners at home, uh, where to find you, where to find any of the brands we talked about in this conversation? Uh, no, just on iOS and app and the uh, Google Play Store, which is Visor, V-I-Z-E-R, um, should be the first thing that pops up now. And then um, that's pretty much it. I mean, if anybody has any questions, just DM us. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. This was another episode of We Got Goals in a SweatLife.com production, which is another thing that's better with friends. Thank you to Sam and Dylan for being here. Thanks to Ryan Deffitt and Ryan Baruga for audio and video production. And thanks to you, dear listener, for being a part of our community. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) 